So Cameron, uh, if you could have any one job in the Israeli Defense Forces, what would it be? Uh, I would probably be the person that goes around and milks corpses. <laughs> Dude, that was, I was gonna say. It's yeah, I would I, I would. I would be like a major sergeant in the Israeli cum brigades. Yeah, I would be the guy who's electronically <laughs> stimulating the prostates of dead soldiers <laughs> to uh, to induce ejaculation and collect their their seed. Yeah. Um, that, you know, yeah, it just you, sounds it just sounds too good. First of all, it's like so motherfucking normal. <laughs> that well, like I feel like okay. I feel like I could I could go to work every day and not have to be like, and what I doing is it weird or uncouth? Here's no, the, here's you know the why? Thing. I mean, I, be- I don't know. I, so I just I, I I understand the the base desire involved, like the the desire of a of a deceased of a partner to want to have um children with their deceased partner right i get that i totally get that um however yeah it's the method of it that is a little odd because you just don't hear about that anywhere else and so like here's the thing there are provisions in place for people in this situation you can have sperm and eggs stored and frozen right like and i have a close family member who does that for a living right like the 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 infrastructure is in place in 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 every developed country in the world, which Israel certainly is, and in most, you know, developing countries in the world, for things like that, if you've got the resources. Yeah. So I think what's freaking people out is not the idea that you would want to reproduce with a deceased partner, because that's something that happens fairly regularly. Or, or for example, if a partner suffers from, you know, uh, a form of cancer, for example, that would make, you know, reproduction uh, unfeasible. They, yeah. they can store their sperm, they can store their eggs, um, and then undergo whatever treatment and then still have a shot at having a child. What's really fucking strange to me, and I think to you, and I think to just about everyone else, and what people are really downplaying and pretending isn't fucking weird, is that what they're doing is going around and, and jaying off dead, yeah. dead soldiers and collecting their still living sperm, which I think there's a narrow window in which your sperm will still yeah, be viable. Yeah, you got like two hours. Yeah, and I don't know that they're doing it with eggs for women. I'm not sure if that's also a thing. I haven't read about that. But uh, yeah, and it's it's freaky. It's freaky. Yeah, I mean, I would also say you're not really beating the ethnic cleansing <laughs> accusations when no. you're like hyper-focused on making sure that like you're a... Uh, your uh, your ethnically pure soldiers are reproducing to the point that right. you're sucking their corpses off. Yeah, yeah. And I think, <laughs> I, well, I think when it's compounded with the fact that you know the the next generation of their opposing uh, their 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 enemies, let's say, uh, are are actively being like targeted for elimination, like yeah. at like the the infant level. Um, yeah, I mean that that's the other thing too. It's like like the Israelis are like decrying the loss of the seeds of their soldiers the the you know the meanwhile the, they're like they're they're mowing they're, they're, the grass yeah they're just fucking double tapping babies in yeah. in Gaza uh Palestinian babies again yeah you're not beating the allegations um anyway um you're beating some Cam if I Cam if I was dying on the battlefield would you suck me off yeah, I mean, it doesn't even. You don't even have to be dying on the battlefield. <laughs> I'd suck you off right now. Yeah, would you suck off my corpse? To make I don't sure, know, man. I, to make sure that I could impregnate you from beyond. Like I think you're barely <laughs> fuckable alive, so I'm just not sure that rigor mortis is gonna improve the. For me, for me, just for what you know, I like. 
I'm not yeah. saying, you know, I think that's an, some objective truth. But oh. for what I like, you're mm-hmm. just you're just a hair above the grade right now. So okay. a little rude, but, but huh. well, I don't but. like dudes. So like, I think that's actually a compliment. The fact that you even make the cut, <laughs> and that's okay. pure that's personality, brother. That is the strength of your your wonderful yeah. personality. Okay, yeah. So would you or would you not suck off my corpse? No, no. Okay. But if you're talking about would I put a cattle prod up your rectum and stimulate your <laughs> prostate and collect your seed, absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, just cup it in your hands as it comes out. Yeah. No, I'm picturing like a, like a slapstick cup where I'm like running, trying to dodge mines. Whoa! whoa! <laughs> Coming through! Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. Now that we got that away, let's get to business. Yeah. What is the business? Evan and I have had a week, man. It's been, yeah. I mean, his weeks, I, I'm not, it's, you know, his, we're, I don't think we should get too much into the. Yeah, no, I, week, I, I made like a, a brief Twitter <clears throat> post, I guess, about it. But um, yeah, I've had like definitely the most fucked up week of my life. I think like bar none. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it's, um, and, I mean, your week is so fucked up that talking about it with you makes me feel fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's, there's like a residual fucked upness to it yeah. that, um is tough to beat i had covid again though yeah yeah as you could probably hear from both of us oh i i've had like a non sinus infection non-covid division uh so you know my voice a little little fucked up here cam has had covid once again uh this is what the third time you've had it or just the The second 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 time all right first time i had it i missed christmas 2021 (laughs) and then the second time i got it i missed thanksgiving 2023 now that's actually something I, w- I would like to talk about yeah. is Thanksgiving, uh, <laughs> because I think Evan and I both agree that trappings aside, because we're not really into the trappings of that holiday necessarily, yeah. uh, and I think if you're going into Thanksgiving and you're really treasuring the the kindergarten myth of like Squanto gifting the fucking pilgrims with corn and shit, yeah, I think that you are, you're stupid. I think that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, the IQ may be slightly higher than room yeah. If that's what you're, if that's what you're taking away from that, and like that's what you're leaping to defend is like the imagery, the Thanksgiving imagery of like the yeah. the, the the traced hand turkey and the fucking hats with the belt buckles on. Before them. the infernal natives uh, <clears throat> decided to betray us. Yeah, which again, not super cool of them, but whatever. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> no, I think if that's the thing that you like about Thanksgiving, that that fucking sucks. I mean that, and regard, I think that sucks regardless of, you know, what your, um, what your stances on things are, right? Like, no. just like with Christmas, you know, Christmas, I'm not a religious person. And I think if, if your favorite thing about Christmas is like the same 10 songs played over and over again, and like the fucking trappings of it. You gotta evolve. Your what you get out of these holidays, oh. I think, needs to evolve. But that being said, there's some promise to Thanksgiving, and I like Thanksgiving because ostensibly, what it should be, is just a secular day spent fucking enjoying the, the presence of your your loved ones and yeah. having a fucking meal, a big hot stinky fucking meal, and, and farting all day. And <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like the idea of a feast that yeah. isn't tied to anything. And these yeah. people, they're trying to make it into this. Fucking manifest destiny, weirdo bullshit. And I think we should drop all that. I really do. I like Thanksgiving. I like the idea of being thankful for things. But I think that we really got to fucking... I think we really got to reevaluate the, the 0% branding. 0% chance that's happening. 
What zero percent chance that'll happen. No, I know. Well, that's the thing because the people <laughs> that we're talking about will dig their heels in over anything. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's the people that were mad about having a black Little Mermaid. You know, it's 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 that level of people silliness. shit their pants about Bud Light having a transgender, uh, not even spokesperson, just doing a little TikTok video. Yeah. With the well, I mean, so person. as a, as a as a bartender, uh, I do have to say, and I'm sure this is going to be calling out some of our listeners. Uh, for all the flack and all of the legitimate criticism that you can give to, like, the craft beer enthusiast community, the absolute worst, like, pants-pissing baby demographic of fucking beer drinkers are the, like, devotees of the American macro brew. Like, yeah. nobody is a bigger fucking baby than, like, a Miller Lite guy when you don't have exactly what he wants. Uh, yeah. The amount of dudes, mostly dudes, let's be honest, because dudes are babies... The amount of dudes out there who like will be like, fine, I guess I'll just have water, you know. Oh, are you serious? They won't. Drink oh my at all? god, it is unbelievable, and it's it's a running. I mean, everybody, like really, they won't drink. Yeah, they just won't. They'll just. I'll have a diet coke then, you know. Like, what do you mean you don't have? <laughs> so so if you're if you're a Bud okay, Light guy, like, you're already potentially in one of the most like emotionally fragile demographics in the country. Yeah. And so I will say I'm not sure that that we're talking about a group of people that was especially cut out to handle that kind of, you know. Well, it was also ripple. the funniest part though was that the the number one riser from that like the 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 beer that like made the most kind of a uh, like like you said like where like the Miller Lite drinkers not going to want Coors Light. So the beer that that raised the most in sales uh, after the Bud Light thing was Modelo, which um, is owned by none other than Anheuser Busch. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just like the house always wins. <laughs> yeah, it's it, well, that's what people don't realize is that is those big macro brews they own fucking everything. Yeah, you know, like uh, so much of what you drink is produced by by Budweiser. Yeah, so, it, yeah, it's like it's like uh, getting really mad at. Um, uh, like Saab or something like that, or was it Volvo, I think, yeah. and then buying a Volkswagen. Right. Well. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's just like that. Or 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 getting really mad at Mercury and going out and buying a Ford. Do you remember Mercury, the Mercury Sable? Yeah. You know, My first th- car was a Mercury Mystique. Was that the SUV? No, that was a Pontiac. What? Do you remember that? You had that like SUV in college. Uh, that that was a Saturn, yeah, yeah. A Saturn. Oh my God, yeah. Saturn's another one that doesn't really exist. What are you talking about? What you know the car I'm talking no, about? No, 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 no. Because uh, I because I did like this. So there's this one story like Benny's. Uh, you remember the great store Benny's that used to be uh, up here around New England, right? Benny's. Yeah. No, what was Benny's? You never been to a Benny's? I don't know if we had Benny's, dude. Let me look up Benny's. You tell the story. I'm gonna find out. Okay, what Benny's so is. like Benny's was this like beautiful store that used to exist up here in the northeast uh, in the Massachusetts and they kind of just sold like a lot of stuff um you could get your bikes there you know you could get your uh, pool chemicals you could get tires for your car you know what I mean just like uh, all this like various kind of like garage stuff basically yeah. it was it wasn't um, up here it was a Rhode Island well, Connecticut southern mass thing oh I didn't know that I didn't have Benny's yeah yeah yeah, Benny's. That was a staple around here. So for all uh, I guess for all my Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Southern Massachusetts heads out there, don't know what Benny's was. But um, so uh, there was one time like uh, I had to get some. I forget what I went with my dad. So my first car is this fucking Mercury Mystique, 
and I think uh, I think maybe we were looking for like new tires or something like that. And we go there, and there's this one fucking old guy, and he's like, he's a particular type of old guy that like you know that's just like doesn't know their fucking their head from their ass. And it's just like, you know, just like an old guy who's just like always bullshitting about everything mm-hmm. and just like acts like they know everything, but they don't know shit. That sounds kind of like you and me. Are we going to be that guy? No, we're not going to be like that guy because we have to Am I going to need things. to go to go okay, to let me tell the and story. I'm going to cover my ass? Let, let me tell the story and then you're going to like understand that we're not this type of guy. Okay. <clears throat> and so like we go outside and he comes and looks at my fucking car. Right, like, and and this guy's not that old. He's probably maybe like six years old or something like that. But he looks at this car, and it's a Mercury Mystique, and it's a sedan. It's basically a Ford Taurus. It's a sedan. Mm-hmm. And we go back inside, and, you know, we're trying, like, he's looking through the book uh, for, like, type of tires to get, and goes, oh, what was your car? It was a Mercury Mesquite, right? Yeah. And he's looking under Mesquite, <laughs> and not Mystique, like, yeah. Mesquite fucking barbecue. Sure. And we're like... No, no, a Mystique, M-Y. It goes, oh, yeah, it's an SUV, right? Or a minivan, right? <laughs> yeah, he just... He and, just, like, he literally just looked at the car. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, and, uh, you know, so when you said, oh, a Mystique, or a Mystique, that was that, like, SUV or minivan, right? I, uh, uh, it I reminded that you, you of that guy. Yeah, yeah, I thought that you were referring to the story. I was like, wait, how do you know the story about this fucking shithead Benny's dude? I mean, I know a few of your stories by now. But, I know, um, yeah. What was the model of the Saturn? What? The Saturn, that was a View, yeah. Saturn View. Oh, V-U-E. V-U-E, yeah, yeah. The Saturn View. Oh, yeah, that's the one, and it was black. And you It had, had the worst blind spots ever. Yeah, the, it was a it was a fucky spots. car for sure, but it was yeah. oh here it is here it is exactly this is the yeah. car the black one we yeah. had some times in that was it an 08? Uh, I don't think it was an 08. I think maybe 06 or something. Hmm. Maybe it was an 08. I don't know. It was this this guy? Yeah, it was that guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we used to <clears throat> go on a lot of drives in that car. Yeah, man. Late night drives. Yeah, to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, that we absolutely were not. Smoking anything in. Yeah, man. I mean, don't be weird about it. <laughs> want some whiskey in your water? Sugar in your tea? What's all this crazy question they're asking me? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights, because I don't want to see. Mama told me that's
that point i was still driving the green dragon 2 green dragon 2 dude yeah, which was the, my 1996 uh honda accord no. coupe with no functioning speedometer <laughs> and so and this was in like 2010 2011 yeah i was using an app and i wouldn't want to do that now <laughs> they definitely weren't any better and we got the and the fucking <clears throat> passenger seat the front yeah. passenger seat the that was untethered seat. completely from its track system yeah so it's just well, it was on the tracks. It just didn't lock. Yeah, place. yeah, it just didn't so lock. So you would just be swinging back and forth all, all the whole. Yeah, anytime ride. I braked, it would shoot forward. So anybody that knew knew that you had to brace your legs up against the front when I yeah. was stopping. Otherwise, you would yeah. just shoop. Um, <laughs> like if I was in an accident, somebody could have been catapulted through the front. Yeah, <clears throat> but that thing kept passing inspection for a couple of years. You don't need a speedometer or a, or a functioning passenger, or you didn't. Yeah, at least the couple times that, but eventually it failed for something else, and uh, yeah. I was driving around with the rejection, and I got rid of the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> oh, and the then yeah, and then too. I bought my mom's Toyota Highlander, and then we took that road trip up to Vermont yeah, with, with my dad, dad. Yeah, and then my transmission failed like on the way back. Well, well, it started bucking on the way there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> like we're trying to figure out if you had just gotten rear-ended at one point. Yeah, yeah, because like was the odd. thing. The thing bucked so hard that we like shot forward a few feet. Yeah, it was only oh. when I was at a lower a lower speed. Oh. Um, but yeah, it it mm, yeah, and so that was interesting. And we oh. and then I came back in that car. So that really only made that one trip. I had that Toyota Highlander yeah. for like you had literally maybe just a month, yeah. and uh, then the transmission failed, yeah. and then I got my Kia. My Kia Optima, which I totaled. That was when you got the Kia. Oh. Yeah, I bought the Kia and then I totaled it. Yeah, yeah. And now and, and then I bought the Acura. I got another like nine uh, two thousand and it was an two, older right? car, but I like it. it was two thousand three like or something. I loved oh, yeah. that car though. That was an awesome car. Oh. And then 
That car, my <laughs> spark plug exploded getting on the highway to drive down to see Evan for the Portuguese feast. Yeah. And Evan was the least supportive friend of all time. I was literally, my car was pouring smoke <laughs> in the, in, and I was just trying to get far enough to get off of the mass pike. And I call him. And I'm like, dude, I don't think I can make it. And he's like, oh, yeah. No, bear in mind. he, I, I had a long history before I stopped drinking of yeah. flaking on plans. So it's not that there's like a total lack of precedent here for yeah. Evan to be like, oh, here we go. Like Cam's yeah. just going to come up with a reason not to come down at the last minute. Yeah, some crazy car thing always happens. Yeah, just no, this was legit. Right though. when my, you hit the road. <laughs> my car was like pouring. Yeah, so I mean, this is like a boy who cried wolf situation. But so my car is like pouring smoke. And to be to be clear, folks, I'm much better now. I don't do that stuff. Yeah, But yeah. my car is yeah, pouring you smoke. You definitely don't. Well. And... Uh, so I pull it off, and meanwhile, I'm, like, pissed because Evan's just being a cunt. Like, just being like, <laughs> okay, man, well, are you sure? Because you should probably just drive down here. And I was like, dude, I don't know, man. Every time I drive above 10 miles an hour, my car is like, <laughs> and he's just like, okay, well, you know, whatever, right. dude. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you, man. And I, in the moment, I was a little stressed because I was behind the wheel of this car, which I thought was going to explode. Yeah, that's just going And Evan was just like, oh, no, sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't say. So then, whatever, long story short, the car. That turned into a whole. St- Should I just tell that story? Because that was a yeah. fucking day. I had a day. Yeah, the so, story was hysterical. Dude. So, so that happens, right? And finally, like, I get back to my house and I say to Evan, I was like, "Look, I get it. I understand, but also, I, I, that was a fucked up moment, and like, the last thing I needed in that moment was for you to be like doubting that I was, because I was like nervous I was gonna die. I thought I was, I was on the highway and my spark plug <laughs> exploded, and somehow my engine was still running, and so I, I got my car back to my house, and so then I had to kick into like. Oh. Overdrive. I was like, I need to get a new car. So I'm trying. I'm like figuring out how much money I have set aside. I have like four grand set aside, oh. and I'm like, okay, I I can buy a car with four grand, but I have work in two days, and like I just had to like figure it out. I had to get a car. Yeah. So the next day, I take the car, I drive it, um, I drive it two miles into yeah. into the neighboring town to the mechanic. I drop it there. I'm like, I need you to tell me what's wrong with this car. And from there, I walk back towards my house a mile and stop at the Honda dealership. So there's my oh. house, there's the Mass Pike, there's a Honda dealership. Yeah, and also I th- I think that it's important right now to like to to paint this for our listeners that like you live like basically like like you're basically in Boston. Yeah, and in this like really insanely. <laughs> Fucked up, like so. Like Boston, for those that are unaware, makes absolutely no sense. Any of the streets, it's all come up naturally. So there are a lot of insanely chaotic, like little intersections, and like regions, and it's just so densely populated. Mm-hmm. There's so many people there, and they are all fucking pissed that everybody else is there. Yeah. So that this is just. Well, adding so I to live. The I live near. For those of you who live near us, I live. Uh, I live right next to. Like a couple blocks away from the the infamous the circle of death, yeah. Mass Pike intersection between Newton and Watertown, um, it's like right on the Newton Brighton Watertown line. Yeah. And when you get off of that exit there, there's that loop around, and it's just always a fucking nightmare. There's multiple different arteries feeding into it. No one's ever chill. It's like always a fucking disaster trying to get anywhere. So getting across that is a huge fucking problem. So whatever, I drive my car, which is shaking and clunking and grinding and making noise, and I get it across the the the. I get it across the Mass Pike, right, which is like a, a half mile from my house, and I bring it all the way into Watertown, and I drop it off at the mechanic, and they're looking at it, trying to tell me what's wrong with it. And meanwhile, I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk back. So in between my house 
and the mechanic is a Honda dealership. So I stop in there and I'm talking to this guy. And I'm like, hey man, I need to buy a car. And this guy knows he's got me by the nuts because I'm like, I think. Oh I need- yeah, he, dude, he fucking. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, just, yeah. he's just like, oh yeah, this fucking dude literally. They probably brought in, in like their greenest dude. And they're like, you're gonna get a sale, just like fucking sell yeah. whatever. This dude just walked <laughs> into the dealership saying he basically needs to be driving away with a car. Yeah, I was like, I need a car today. <laughs> And you know, here's what I'm. Here's what I have to spend. And like, let's. And the guy's just like, let's look at some cars. And whatever, they were fine. So, but they're car dealers. They're doing their thing. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm looking at cars, looking at cars, whatever. And I finally find one that I'm like, all right, this works. Like I can put the down payment on this, and it's new enough. Like I was saving up to get a new car, but this was a couple months early for me. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I'm like, okay, I'll get this car, and. Then I hear back from the the mechanic, and he's like, dude, I don't know how you got this car here. Like, your spark plug exploded. Your car shouldn't be driving. It shouldn't be functional. I I do not understand what's happening. He's like, I can't diagnose it. He's like, all I can say is the car is fucking toast. And I was like, okay. I was like, do you think that I can get it to this car dealership? Can I drive it away from there? And he was like, (laughs) you can. If it'll start, you're allowed to. He's like, "I I wouldn't. I wouldn't drive it away from here. But if you can get it to run, you can yeah. take it. Yes. And I was like, cool. And he was like, yeah, we're not even going to charge you for this. Like, this is fucked. He's like, you're going to need to buy a car. And I was like, I'm already on it, brother. So <laughs> I walk back. So I'm like, I, I talked to this guy. I'm like, hey, man, I've got a car. It's got some fucking trouble. Can I trade it in? And he's like, if you can get it here, I'll give you whatever, a, a, however much he would give me for it. Not much, like a thousand bucks for the car. Yeah. Just for the parts. And I was like, okay. So my mission now, he's like, so just get get your car cleaned out. Get everything out of it. Yeah. And, and he's like, I can have your paperwork done by, you know, whatever o'clock before we close. And if you can get your old car here by then, you can trade it in. You can And you get the registration from the car because they needed the registration. We can do all the paperwork and we can get you out of here by closing time at, you know, whatever, 6 o'clock whenever they close. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yes. Meanwhile, there's storm clouds brewing. It's also 100 degrees outside. <laughs> so, okay, so I go, I walk, I get the car, I drive the car to my house. And it makes it. It makes it back to my house. And I'm like, great. Car's back to my house. And I just got to get it cleaned out. And then I got to get it back to the dealership, which is less than a mile away. I'm like, all right, car. You've, you've made it this far. I'm talking to my car out loud at this point. I'm like, you've made it this far. Please. I just need you to drive another half mile, three quarters of a mile. And then I can lay you to rest for good. You know, you've, you've earned it. Yeah. And, and my car doesn't respond, obviously. And so I get back to my car, I get it cleaned out, I find the registration, I'm making all these phone calls, I get all the paperwork together that I need, my title, my ownership, whatever. And I call that the dealership, they're like, okay, we're ready for you, get the car here and we can do the thing, you've got an hour. And I'm like, okay, or an hour and a half, something like that. I'm like, okay. So I take my car and I'm like, again, I'm talking to my car, I'm like, car, just get to Honda, the Honda dealership. It's not far. All you got to do is get to the Honda dealership. And this is when my crucible begins. So between my yeah. house and the Honda dealership, there are four stoplights. And I'm concerned that every time I stop my car, there's it might not, not start again. Yeah. Right? That's what the guy said to me. He's like, every time this car stops, there's a chance that it's not going to start again. So I'm like, all right, I got to get through. Hopefully, you know, these lights are all green and I just get through. And almost every day of my life, I go right through most of those lights and never have to stop. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe today will be that day. I'll zip right across. It's the right time of day. There won't be traffic at the circle of death, and I'll get through, and it'll be no big deal. So I get my car, first stoplight, red. Stop at the car. It's making some fucking noises, but the light turns green, 
and I chug, 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 and I get up, right? Next stoplight. Red again. Stop. Same thing. And my heart is in my fucking throat. I'm losing <laughs> my mind right now. But light turns green. Chug, 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 chug. I get it going. I get it through. <laughs> the last stoplight is is at the circle of death. So it's you're crossing the mass pike. Yeah. And so it's the stoplight that feeds right into that where there's like this ring of traffic. Yeah. And it's the most heavily trafficked intersection near me. And so I get up and the light turns red. And I'm right there. I'm in between two cement medians that are funneling traffic through the stoplight into this intersection. The light turns red. I stop my car. Car fucking dies. It's dead. It's right there. And now it's dead. It's in the worst possible place. Any of the preceding stoplights would have been no problem. People could have gotten around me. No issue. But now I am blocking (laughs) a heavily trafficked artery into like the worst intersection in my neighborhood. And there is a line of 40 cars behind me. And no one is chill about it. Immediately, everyone is like, why would you stop? Why do you like to do this? Why is this what you chose to do? And so I get out of my car. I put on my hazards. I get out of my car. It's 100 degrees out. I am pouring sweat. And there's a line of people flipping me off like, you fucking asshole. And I'm just like, dude, you know, I also don't feel good about this. This isn't great for me. I... Would have liked to have stopped anywhere else. I'd also like to be dead right now, frankly, <laughs> is what I would like. And so people are, like, just blasting in there. Going, they're trying to go around. It's causing this whole fucking problem. So I call the, the cops because I'm just like, I can't leave my car here. I got to fucking get someone out here to, like, redirect traffic or something. There's going to be another accident. Or someone's going to try to fucking kill me. Yeah, and that would be much more likely. So meanwhile, a couple of guys hop out of their car. And they're like, you know, whatever. Can you pop it in neutral? And, like, finally I, like, jam the car into neutral. And we wheel it, like, just enough off to the side that, like, people can squeak by. So at least there's that. The cops show up. And the cops are like, hey, like, okay, we got to get your car out of here. And he's like, here's the thing. If we tow your car, they're going to take it to our tow yard, which is two miles across town. I was like, but I just need to get, I need to get right, like, right over there. I I can see it. I point. I said, do you see the Honda dealership right there? Right on the other side of the Mass Pike? I just need to bring it there. If I can get it there, uh, no problem. And he's like, yeah, but. That's not how it works. Like, these tow truck guys, they're going to want you to pay them. So, you know, he's going to tow you to the tow yard, and you're going to have to pay him to get your car back. And I was like, well, what the fuck? And he was like, yeah. So maybe if you can get, like, AAA to come out and tow you, you can tell them where to take you. And I was like, okay. So I get on the phone. AAA is not picking up. And I'm standing there, and I'm watching this shit unfold, and I'm watching these cops just look at me like, time's ticking, pal. Like, we can't fucking stay here all day. And I'm like, oh, God yeah. damn it. And I'm sweating, I'm sweating, and finally AAA is just not, it's just not going to happen. AAA is not coming through in the clutch. So finally he's like, listen, man, I got to get get the car towed out of here. He's like, I'm sorry, I understand. I don't mean to, like, fuck your day up. And they were nice, whatever. He was like, I don't mean to fuck your day up, but, like, we can't just leave the car here. And I was like, okay. So, and again, he's like, anywhere else, not a big deal. He's like, this is, like, the worst fucking place you could have broken down. I was like, really? Does it seem like a bad spot to be stuck? Oh, okay. So his tow truck guy gets there, and I'm frantically on the phone with the dealership because I have, like, 20 minutes at this point. I'm like, hey, man, this just happened. Like, whatever. I'm sorry, but if I get the car there before you close, can we still do this deal today? And he's like, yep, just get it here. And I was like, the car's fucking dead. He's like, I don't give a shit, man. We already signed the paperwork. I'll give you the fucking thousand bucks. Just get the car here. And I was like, okay. So... Finally, the tow truck guy shows up, and he's, like, going through the motions. He's, like, looking at the car, all this stuff, and he's, like, checking under the hood, and then he looks at me and goes, hey, buddy, I uh, I got bad news for you. I'm like, the car's fucked. I need a new car. And he goes, 
uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, I have a new car signed and fucking purchased right across the fucking street. I just need to bring this car there so I can get it. And he goes, oh, you'll still pay me the full price for bringing it even if I just bring it there? And I was like, yes, I don't give a shit. Bring me the fucking, if you can just drop the car off in front of that place, we're good. And he goes, okay, can do. Hop in the car. And I look and I take a step and I feel this like fucking squish. And I look down (laughs) and I have stepped in. What must have been like six or seven wadded up pieces of gum. Someone had been chewing the biggest wad of gum you've ever seen in your life and spit it out their window on the hottest day of the summer. And I lift up my foot and it was like a cartoon, like a tendril of fucking gum from my fucking foot to the ground. And the cop who's next to me is looking down and he looks up at me and we both just start dying laughing. And he goes, my friend, you're having what we like to call a soup sandwich kind of a day. And I was like, yeah. I don't know what that means, but it feels true. And he was like, yep. feels bad. Yeah, I was like, it feels bad. He's like, yep, it's bad. And I was like, okay, well, thanks for everything. And he was like, yep. no problem. And then the guy dropped me off across the street, and I got my current car, and that's the story of that. But the gum was funny. I just, I, yeah. I stepped in the most just like gum. a comically large amount. Dude, of gum. it was so much gum. I stepped in the most gum I've ever, and it was hot, so it was melted. It was just, yeah. Anyway, that's the story. I, and there we go. We're at thirty minutes. <laughs> yep uh so anyway i think uh we want uh, so back to what we were yeah, saying what before. were we even talking about i don't remember uh, just like a really fucked up week and that uh so like um <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so it's so this week's been a fucked up week uh, oh yeah so yeah so cam said covid and uh, yeah sorry i'm still m- coughing and shit too yeah he like yeah he missed thanksgiving last time he got covid <laughs> he missed christmas it's only for holidays um, that's what i yeah, my roommate went insane. So, <laughs> that's been yeah. Do you want to talk about that? I mean, not I not really too much. Um, I'll just go. Yeah, you know, you know, I want to respect his privacy, even though yeah. you know, obviously he doesn't like do anything like this. But he's so I've had to. Uh, uh, I've uh, found myself owning a dog at least for the time being. Yeah, she's <laughs> so a good dog, like, at least. Yeah, she's a great dog. But uh, so there's that. Um, and yeah, so I've just had like a lot of insane stuff that uh, is also means that I will be very quickly moving out into a new place so mm-hmm. um uh you know in terms of having like you know some big uh fully written episodes stuff like that might be a little bit a little while for me i had started um my next one but um you know i got a lot of shit going on yeah right the now. plan was for me to have one written for this week but then i had covid so i didn't write one because yeah. i was legitimately sick it shit sucked i was down and out no. for a few days um yep. <clears throat> so anyway, so yeah, we're just kind of bullshitting because you know we promise to get episodes out every week, so we're getting them out every week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, Cam, have you? Uh. But you know, I did have a little thing to talk about. I mean, obviously, there's the there's really cum brigades. No, uh, and also, they've they've now surpassed the the death and displacement tolls of the Nakba, which is like the initial yeah. wave of violence that pushed In Palestinians out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think what is it now? We're at like. Uh, over twenty thousand killed and like one point seven million displaced people um, mm-hmm. total, which is like insane. Um, yeah, considering there were what like two million people in Gaza total. Yeah, so that's almost two. the entire population either killed or displaced. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's just fucking. It's just yeah, terrible. And and the thing with Israel too is that like all of the people that like the state of Israel is trotting out there to, like, talk about stuff, and, like, all their talking heads are so motherfucking normal. 
Like, there was one person, I, I don't even remember who I was, kind of, like, saw this quickly, but that they were joking that they're going to go out there and, like, fucking circumcise <laughs> all these Muslim combatants and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, like, don't Muslims circumcise? That's a great question. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm neither, and I'm circumcised. I, I, Me too. Which I guess is, is not a thing outside the United States, that non-religious circumcisions are very common. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was uh, born Catholic, and I know it's really big in Catholicism, at least like northeast. Yeah, up here it is, but not yeah. globally at all. Yeah, not globally. Yeah, no, no. You know, if you go to Italy or something like that, they're working with fucking uncirced dicks and shit. But uh, up here, like you know, New England Catholics, they definitely do it a lot. Um, yeah, they got those fucking sea cucumber ass looking dicks. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> no, you um, don't, because you're circumcised. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You got yeah. a nice little mushroom. They got yeah. fucking dirty sea cucumbers. Not just kidding. Yeah. I think it's whatever. I, I, I think circumcision is an odd thing to do, especially if you don't have like some religious conviction behind it. You know, it's like an. Odd I mean, I little... suppose I suppose it makes more sense in the past. Yeah, when like hygiene was less. Yeah, exactly. Available, so but like gnarly ass, fucking gross ass dick. Yeah, and there are <laughs> medical reasons to need to do it, but like no. I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, that's no. a whole other can of worms. Nope. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, you've got like Israelis going out there joking that they're gonna fucking circumcise, like the forcibly circumcise Muslims and shit like that. Like, yeah, that's some fucking weird shit, man. Yeah, that's incredibly odd. Yeah. My dog wears a path on the same line And lately I'm thinking I might take his advice Yeah, yeah To the fence and he thinks I'm free But my brain and his chain look the same to me All alone in a cage with a headrest There's a thing I could get off of my chest Cause I wanna wear the path that's true Push my-
As far as if you want to talk about something like super fucking normal that's gone on, uh, <laughs> how much do you know about Argentina's president-elect? Uh, I've seen pictures of him, and I know that he's, uh, like, a Nazi. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so I saw, like, somebody on Twitter that, like, <laughs> said that he's, like, maybe descended from the Croatian uh, fascist Ante Pavlic, but I don't know. Javier Millet. Yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly how much there is. I know he's obviously of Italian descent, just like uh, many, many Argentinians. Um, the Italians uh, and Germans, brother. Yeah. <laughs> he is suspiciously British-looking, too, I will say. He looks like a Doctor Who. Um, but yeah, I, uh, he's, a, he's a libertarian. Uh, and actually, he's really an, an anarcho-capitalist uh, who... Um, as dressed up before as a, as a character that he came up with named uh Captain Ancap uh Ancap for anarcho capitalist mm-hmm. which you should look up a picture of that if you haven't seen that Captain before. Ancap also uh just to to double back um mm-hmm. circumcision is very common in Islam for yeah. cleanliness purposes but is not compulsory like it is in yeah. Judaism. Okay, cool. Captain what? Captain Ancap Javier Millet Millet Captain Ancap. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, that dude's the president now. He's Every, got like really cool. It's, it's actually cool as shit. <laughs> and he even he's, he has like three D renders of it with his hair, because yeah. his hair is outrageous. Yeah, his hair. And he's insane, got this but... cool like trident looking thing. Yeah, I mean this is anyway, sweet. Th- yeah, it's very cool looking. We have our first incel president, ladies and gentlemen. Our first incel world. Oh, leader. he's had toys made. Yeah. Uh, he's uh he's never been married. He's childless. Uh, he says that his sister will act as his first lady. <laughs> nice dude. <laughs> so yeah, we we've got our first incel world leader. Um, he also uh one of my favorite things about him. Is, yeah, that's Captain Ancap. All right. Yeah, he does the thumbs up like Trump too all the time. Uh, and and um and uh uh. Uh, Boris Johnson did that a lot. So mm-hmm. did uh, uh, Jair Bolsonaro. So 
the 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 tepid thumbs up is the go-to symbol for dumbass right-wing strongman world leader. He's also got really, really sweet sideburns. Yeah. His whole look, I mean, he looks like he's yeah. like a, a 19th century general. Yeah. You know, he looks like he could be... Um, he looks like a Doctor Who. <clears throat> he could be a Doctor Who, yeah. Because uh, yeah. he looks very British. Yeah. Um. Anyway... Uh, would you, I'd like to talk about um, sort of, I guess, a little bit of like his council of ministers or his, his inner circle. And there are five Captain people. Captain Ancap's Legion of Justice. Yeah, there's there's five figures that make up his um, his inner circle. Okay. And their names are thus. Conan, Murray, Milton, Robert, and the Lucas. They don't have last now, names? Well... Cameron, they're dogs. <laughs> and not just... Uh... <laughs> so I guess technically their last name would be Millet. Yeah, uh, and they're not just any dogs. They're all clones of a previous dog of his <laughs> that was also named Conan. Um, named after Conan the Barbarian. Murray is named after Murray Rothbard. Milton is named after Milton Freeman, and both Robert and Lucas are named after Robert Lucas. Uh, so he's got Conan the Barbarian and a bunch of pervert, uh, like, economists <clears throat> that he named his dogs after. And they're all clones of... The, so his dogs are... And they're all clones of the original dog, um, <clears throat> which is... Uh, which you is, can just get your dog cloned? Yeah, he spent, uh, like, $50,000 on this. Um, Each? Uh... In 2018, Millet went on... So this is from a Time magazine uh, about the dogs. In 2018, Millet went on to pay about $50,000, according to Reuters in the New York Times, to U.S. company Perpetuate to clone Conan using his DNA, uh, something um, Millet had reportedly been planning to do for some time. Um, and so yeah, he did it five the, times. Yeah, yeah. So they're all clones. Uh, and... <laughs> it was an English Mastiff named Conan, so, like, these are fucking massive dogs. They're, like, 200 pounds. Yeah, they're they're big. Yeah. They're also awesome. They're super adorable. Yeah. I actually have never looked at pictures of them. Um, Let me see. Yeah, I have, I have a good one here. I'll just send it to you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, he says that he gets, um, uh, oh, that is a nice-looking dog. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Wow. <clears throat> And I just think the idea of cloning your dog is very odd. Because yeah. here's the thing about dogs. Like, they're so... And not everybody obviously views it this way. But, like, you know, my dog growing up, Maggie, was a sweet, sweet angel from heaven. Yeah. But sh she's gone, you know? And I don't want anybody to replace her. I don't want another Maggie. Well, you know? Like, she was great. And, and, and I'm so lucky that I knew her. But, like, you yeah. know, you gotta... You gotta... You gotta move on and make new dog friendships it's like it's like uh it's like boris yeah you don't want to clone but wall so that would be just a nightmare but you don't yeah. want to clone boris he was great yeah but you got now you got and now i you look got upon Sadie. him fondly yeah sometimes i didn't look upon him so fondly during his life oh, i've never what? heard you yell so loud <laughs> as when you had that dog and it was constant being in your house when that dog was around was like was like stressful it was yeah. stressful because it was just constantly like you'd be like you know well we were obviously obviously getting hammered and then you would just yeah. be like, 
Morris! And then he would just be like, woof, 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 woof. And then you'd be like, And then he'd be like, And I'm just sitting there like, this is so fun. This feels so good. Yeah. You know, this was not just... my dog, by the way. This is my roommate's old dog, Boris, oh. uh, who had a natural affinity for eating things. Like, I would always have to tell people when you're drinking beers, do not leave your fucking bottle caps out. Please throw them in the trash. Because he would because eat them. This... He would chew them up. And then puke them up. Yeah. Like bloody puked up chunks of metal. This was this was just a German Shepherd that my roommate really didn't take care of the way a German Shepherd should be taken care of. So he was just like all pent up and frustrated. Yeah, you know what I mean. Constantly just rock hard. <laughs> oh yeah, ready to it party, never got dude. Fixed. Just yeah, never yeah. fixed, but never allowed to fuck. Like yeah. really, <laughs> just really a fucking. Ru- and that's the thing. If you're not gonna fix your dog, I think the idea is that like you might breed it someday. And he always would he died say a that virgin, dude. <laughs> yeah. He would just be like, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna breed him someday because he's like a purebred, and it's like, and like I would keep telling him, I'm like, this dog's eight years old. Yeah. Like this dog's got a bust in something. Like, <laughs> like super, super fucked up that yeah. he never was given the opportunity to 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 bust. Yeah. No. What can you do? Yep. Anyway, you could have had him fixed at like nine. I know. That I still rude. tried to. I still <clears throat> tried to convince him. I was like, dude, get this fucking dog fixed. Yeah. This poor was, thing. He was losing it's his like, fucking mind, dude. Dude, like, people get weird when they don't bust. That when 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 humans don't bust, they end up like yeah, dude, writing I, incel manifestos. I haven't gotten shit. laid in like a month and a half, and I'm ready to stab my own eyeballs out of my head. It's a fucking <laughs> nightmare. I, I I can't imagine nine years of my life. Well, I guess the first sixteen, seventeen years of my life. Yeah. But, it was getting but, pretty touch and go there at the end of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway. Uh, uh, but then, like Javier Malay, like says all this other like insane shit about his dogs. He says he first met his dog Conan, the original one, two thousand years ago in the Roman Colosseum. Nice. Dude. <laughs> what was? What were they doing there? I'm not sure. He says the dog was a uh, the dog was a fucking um, uh, like a lion in the Colosseum. And I'm not sure if they were combatants against each other or what. And what does he think uh, he was? You know, like I don't know. A gladiator, definitely a gladiator. Yeah, probably. Cause he is of Italian descent. Uh, he says so. Maybe I don't he know. was. He's descended from pig Mi- farmers like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so uh, he also uh, he's, you know, he says that he still communicates with Conan and whatnot in their dreams, and he travels into the past in his dreams. Um, interesting. It, so I'm very excited that he was elected uh, because, I mean, so like right now, uh, things aren't going so great in Argentina. Uh, the uh, the ruling party, which is this like center left party, which they were running uh, Sergio Massa uh, for the presidency. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been, um, things haven't been going so great under their, <laughs> their leadership. Uh, and there's something like 120% inflation in Argentina this year alone, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, think about how bad it is in the U.S. And then we've had, like, 10%. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's yeah. bad here. Yeah. I am I feel broke every fucking month. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so, uh, yeah, so things aren't going really that great. And uh, he also, Sergio, uh, not Sergio Mas, uh, Javier Millet, uh, he, um, uh, his, like, main symbol is a chainsaw. Because he wants to cut through all the bureaucratic red tape, so he's always like carrying a chainsaw, and um, 
Uh, he wants to just basically cut, like, all of these fucking, like, federal programs and, like, fire, like, half the employees of the state. Oh, God. Uh, basically, he's just going to, like, institute, like, IMF shock doctrine that's, like, even more brutal than the IMF is recommending for, like, austerity yeah. in Argentina. And shit is... And uh, he also had, like, seemingly some kind of nervous breakdown after the initial election. Because, you know, they do a runoff there. Seemingly? Seemingly, yeah. He was busting. Um, but, like, where he was, like, talking about hearing voices and couldn't nice. focus, because he was hearing voices in the, um, in the studio, and, uh, obviously, yeah, I mean, he says that he talks to his dog 2,000 years ago when he sleeps, so, um, I'd say put him in charge of the army. He's, yeah, he should, he should Falklands be in War Part 2, dude. Let's fucking get that shit going. Yeah. I mean, I think I he think should be... I think the UK's be... had it too good for too long in the Falklands. I mean, I do think the UK's had it too good for too long, but... <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so, um, I think, I think Javier Malay should be president of the U.S. Yeah, man, I think that we should, yeah, can you do that? Can you elect a foreign president as our president? Can we, can oh. we, we should, we should write him in. Well, that used tampon, Chank Iger, is trying <laughs> to run for president, and he was born in Turkey, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, is that how you pronounce it? Not Uyghur? Yeah, it's Chank Iger. Mm. Um, you're not, a, you're not a Chank fan? No, that dude sucks dick, dude. Okay, well, we don't use that as a as a derogatory anymore, because lots of great people that I know suck dick. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but he sucks dick. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he sucks. Fuck that guy. He's an asshole. What uh? What's the? What's the? I I know he's he's the Young Turks guy, right? Yeah. Didn't people used to like the Young Turks? I mean, yeah, I, sometimes, I guess, but I don't know he's always been a fucking piece of shit. Mm. I mean, when he he was, like, a, an outspoken conservative uh, talking head before he decided to create a progressive news platform <laughs> named after a group of Turkish fascists, the right. Young Turks. Um, and he's, like, a wicked, like, strike breaker and shit like that. Like, mm. uh, Do you think he's an op? No, did you ask me if I if I thought he was an op? No, I just think he's a dumb fat asshole. Okay. <laughs> he just doesn't know what what's up. Yeah, he's just a loser. I don't really know much about him to be honest with you. Yeah, he sucks. Um fuck, man. Yep. Man, I, you know what's crazy? I think this is the most that I've spoken in like days and I yeah. feel I'm feeling it. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry for all the throat clears. I'll try to edit as much of the, that out as I can, but Yeah. Um, shit. So what else? What else is going on? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. What else is going on? Um, I don't know. Let's see. I want to see that new Napoleon movie. You still do? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be a train wreck. It seems, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm down also, but like I was hoping it would be a good movie. I was a really too. long shitty movie. And apparently like. <laughs> despite himself uh and despite the fact that like it's 2023 and like everyone on earth just has access to like history and historiographical material Uh, ridley scott still was like no i'm really still butthurt about the whole thing like as a as a brit so as an englishman yeah i'm gonna do like the fucking you know 19th century napoleon narrative and just make that the movie it's like dude come on like yeah yeah really he's just like a sad horny man who like wanted to prove a point 
He's 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 literally the billions must die guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah yeah. I think it's very funny that Ridley Scott decided. Apparently, I haven't seen it yet, but from what I've heard, is that he just took the butthurt Englishman view of Napoleon, yeah. like the Bond um, villain, fucking yeah. And yeah, yeah like it wasn't England that was like routinely declaring war on France, no matter what. Anytime yeah. that France even like, I mean, I get that like Napoleon, like he definitely used uh. Uh, warfare as like a diplomacy tactic yeah but there were definitely times too when he was trying to sue for peace or he would kick england's ass and then obviously have the upper hand in negotiations and england would just be like no we can't let that happen so even though we've lost we'll try to start a new coalition and refuse to you know just settle settle terms and no and no one can win forever and yeah so they just wore him down yeah but um <clears throat> exactly. and that's not to say that napoleon was like a fucking great guy or anything but that's never what yeah. Evan and i are trying to say when we're talking about these historical yeah. figures someone can be compelling and interesting without like yeah you know being someone that we would support in like modern politics it's just like, like Khan, dude i yeah. wouldn't want to meet that fucking lunatic yeah. like yeah. that guy was a fucking beast napoleon it's just the was fact that like england up. it's just like the fact that like still these butthurt english losers are trying to act like Napoleon was some terror imposed upon Europe and the world, and that it was England's duty to to put an end to it, and that he was this monster, as opposed to England just being like, well, we're kind of safe over here, so we don't really have to worry about getting invaded, so we're just going to keep throwing the rest of Europe into the Thresher mob, because we really don't want this guy to have like any upper hand over anybody else, yeah. since he overthrew the last monarch. You know what I mean? The Thresher Maw. Yeah. Isn't that a... What is that, Mass Effect? Fucking... I don't even know. Thresher Maws? <laughs> I know, like, there's the Thresher, which is an actual yeah. piece of machinery, but the Thresher uh. Maw, I think, is a... Uh, that was, was that... I think that was Mass Effect. I don't know. Let's see. Those games were sick, man. Yeah. The first couple Mass Effect games... Mass Effect 2? Really yeah. good game. And I'm really bummed. We were just talking the other day about... Uh, uh, the KOTOR remake being fucking dead in the water, which is a really yeah, good bummer. Yeah, that Mass Effect, yeah. Talk about, yeah, like... gigantic subterranean worms. Yeah, the Thresher Maws. Talk about free money, dude. KOTOR well, remake? Like, yeah. That game is so good. And it's still good, even though it, like, looks and plays like shit now. Yeah. Still good. Yeah. Would have been awesome. But anyway, yeah, so looking forward to seeing the butthurt Englishman portrayal of Napoleon. Yeah, and I mean, I, I like I like Jack and Penis. I just fucking don't think that... I, I kind of don't get the casting. You know who honestly would have been... Well, know? it's because Joaquin Phoenix now is like... As old as Napoleon was pretty much when Napoleon died. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Joaquin Phoenix is like 50, right? I just... I will always think that David Mitchell should have been Napoleon... Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is 49. Napoleon died at 53. Mm. Who'd you say? David Mitchell. David Mitchell. From Peep Show and that Mitchell and Webb look. Oh, that guy. English yeah, comedian, dude. He would yeah, have been yeah. such a... I mean, that's only... If, he, He's dude, also 49, though. So. I know, but he would have he would have been the fucking best Napoleon. I'm yeah. sorry, but he's he got the look, like dude. He's, he yeah. looks like Napoleon. And also, he's well, talented. He's. Yeah. I mean, he's hysterical. I don't know... I honestly don't know if he's ever done like dramatic yeah. acting, but I feel like he could. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. So, like, if you were to, like, actually do, like, a proper Napoleon one, you'd probably have to, like, I mean, Napoleon was, like, 22 during the Italian campaign. Yeah. 
Which, so it's just like, I mean, that's part of like the insane part of Napoleon is how fucking young, like, even though the whole world was like younger then, even still, he was like 22 years old. Yeah. When he did like arguably the greatest military campaign. Yeah, he's like, he's Alexander the Great status. He's, 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 he's goaded. He's goaded for life. Uh, He was also above average height for his time, just so everyone knows. (laughs) He was 5'7", above average height uh, in, in, in 19th century Europe. Yeah, I think part of the reason is because he had that like um that like imperial guard or yeah or, that were all super tall. Yeah, so he was exactly. constantly surrounding himself with like freakishly tall individuals, yeah. uh, intentionally because he yeah. wanted his guard. And to then be there was also the Russian imperial guard uh, during you know his battles with Russia that were also intentionally freakishly tall. Yeah. So yeah, it counts from them. Yeah, I would have been a but... fucking freak of nature back then. Oh yeah, there weren't dudes built like this back then. Evan yeah. would have been would have been tall as shit. Yeah. And I would have been like a golem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You would have been there's like this gigantic like monster that we kept on chains yeah, and like totally. dragged behind us that we would just unleash in battle so you could swing a gigantic sword like Sauron like at the beginning one. of the Fellowship of the Ring when he's just swinging the sword and like these like wave of people are going flying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was a mace, but Oh, Mace, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is realistically, if I was ever gonna get, what would your okay? What would your this is something this is something nerdy, but what would your ideal loadout be if you had to go into battle? Like, what would you? And you can't choose like an infinite number of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can pick a a reasonable. If you had to walk around with it, say you were going questing, you're going yeah. on like a campaign. Yeah. But we're not talking about like you can't be a magic guy. You got to be I- like a real, a real warrior, dude. What's your loadout? What you got? What are you rocking? I don't know. You know, I've never really thought about get thought about that. I guess in no, one fu- hand, that's not true. You're a fucking adult male. You've thought about it. Yeah, I like. So we're talking like like in the past, like pre like yeah, and it, it doesn't have to be any specific period, but like yeah, we're talking about like melee combat. Like what what's your what's your go to pre firearms? But no. what's your what's your go to? Honestly, I think I'd have to go some some type of axe situation, you know, mm-hmm. or battle axe or something like that. Like, you know, I was thinking like maybe like a bastard sword, but like, you know, I don't know. I'm guessing I'll probably find myself really close quarters and I yeah. want to be able to fucking, you know, I mean, like kill some motherfucker like real close. So maybe some kind of like smaller like battle axe and then maybe, I don't know, some kind of like bigger weapon for, you know, on top of that. I don't know. But yeah, I would say like maybe like a battle axe. I'm thinking that what I would do, <clears throat> you know what, honestly, you know what my loadout would be? And we're saying pre-firearm, so I would skip the gun part. But I would go, like, classic, like, like a Jacobite Highlander loadout. So probably, yeah. like, a Lockaber axe or, like, some kind of polearm, like some sort of yeah. utilitarian polearm. Because, like, being honest, like, that's, they're not glamorous, but that's, like, what you want. It's, like, really long, yeah. Long with, like, a blade and, like, a hook. So, like, I could yeah. just do multiple things with it. But also it would be a functional tool. And then I would do like some sort of a like a targe and either like a long dagger or a short sword, like yeah. a small shield and like a long dagger or a short sword, yeah. um, pretty lightly armored, maybe some like leather armor. Yeah, that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I would want something to protect my head. Yeah, because I feel like getting fucking bonked in the head, and then there's just there's no infrastructure in place for if you survive that, and you're just like a dude with a fucking vicious head, head injury yeah <laughs> just constantly with headaches and yeah you're just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah ever since that fucking warhammer caught you in the dome yeah right yeah all you, you do just, is just you drool a lot <laughs> drool and scream but inside yeah. you've got like a fully 
a fully realized like you know headspace yeah. but all you all that comes out is just like <laughs> and so then some bandit company thinks that you're like you know and then that's when i would end up being put in chains and yeah treat me like a yeah. ogre yeah feed me yeah they would just like be branding you and shit to get you all pissed off before battle not cool yeah um all right release grug nook yeah dude they'd change my name i couldn't just be fucking dumb cam anymore i'd have to be or something um a couple quick things so i've i because i had covid and i don't watch a lot of tv but because i had covid i've watched some fucking shows yeah and have you seen any of these have you seen do you remember the movie scott pilgrim versus the world yeah i haven't watched the uh the anime yet it's good it's really good i recommend it um i was surprised i thought so the first episode they they were smart about it the first episode you finish it and you're like are they just like or you come close to finishing it you're like are they just redoing the movie and then like nope not at all it goes off the fucking rails it's really good and it's like almost the whole original cast from the movie yeah yeah they um, all reprised the roles yeah almost everybody came back so very cool definitely recommend that especially i mean if you're a fan of the the movie i haven't read those comics but if you're a fan fan of the movie i would recommend watching that first and then watching the show but they're both really good um and then i also watched the show blue eye samurai fucking awesome very very good and i i highly highly recommend that have you watched that yet no you should that you would really like really good story the action is fantastic and it's you know i know that you like old samurai flicks i love old samurai flicks it's such a an homage to that um highly recommend and then you know what i've been watching i've actually been sitting down and watching the sopranos i am almost done with season two of the sopranos yeah and uh sopranos and um I realized I've always called it the Sopranos, like you would talk about a singer, but they in the show say the Sopranos, so I think the show is the Sopranos. Yeah, everybody calls it Sopranos, though. I know. But anyway, so that show, fucking A. I mean, I know this is not anything new to say, but... So just another example of like a show. Guy that, who realizes The Sopranos is good in 2023. Well, not even, yeah, and I, I'm not trying to make some point just to say that no. like, you know, I think if anything I had this idea that like, oh, you know, it's it's so hyped up, like will I even enjoy it because it's mm. now this huge thing and I missed the boat. It's like trying to go and watch like The Sixth Sense for the first time and being like, wow, yeah. what a great movie. But um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a fucking yeah. great show. Season one's definitely my favorite. Like season one's goaded. Uh, really? It's yeah, definitely by like seasons like four and five. There's only like so many times that you can see James Gandolfini's O face <laughs> before you're just like, all right, can I stop seeing this fat dude get fucked? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I'm really liking season two, and yeah. uh, dude, F- Furio, Furio, yeah, Furio, yeah, that dude's a freak. Yeah, he rules. Yeah, the first scene where they like unleash him in the fucking whorehouse. Yeah, and he just yeah, goes just... to town with a baseball bat. Yeah, it's oh my god, crazy, crazy. And also, yeah. you know what I've noticed is uh, is uh, Melfi doesn't get a lot of love online for being as hot as she fucking was. No, maybe it's because it's a bunch of young fucking cucks talking about who's hot on TV shows. Yeah. Melfi was a fucking dime, dude. She was, she was, she was looking good. Yeah, season two. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anyhow, those are my thoughts on The Sopranos. I like it, and I understand so it's very funny if it. you if you watch The Sopranos uh, once you finish season six, just go back and start episode one. Don't even watch the whole thing; just watch episode one, the pilot. Okay. Like the difference in size for Tony Soprano. He gets big. Well, and so here I'll give you a little bit of trivia about The <clears> Sopranos because, <throat> like, in see in season one, like you know he's overweight. 
Yeah. But, like, it's not, uh, like... He's less overweight than I am right now in season <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, like, like when he tucks his shirt in, you know, it's not like this gigantic gut hanging out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's overweight, but it's, you know... Yeah, Gandolfini uh, started eating good do? on that Sopranos Well, money. so what happened was, apparently, basically, like, in any scene in the show where he's eating food, he would have them actually make him that, like, whole dish. And if they did another take, he would make them make him a new dish and he would eat it as well so like he was just eating six meals a day so he's just sitting there (laughs) for some of these if they're doing five six takes he's like taking down like five or six fucking bowls of gnocchi or some shit you know what i mean yeah like he's just scarfing these down and like apparently everybody else on the show got like so worried about him doing this that like by the later seasons they like tried to do like a little intervention thing for him we're yeah. like, we're all really concerned about how much you're eating for this. And so yeah. he's sitting there when he's breathing mad heavy, just scarfing down the <sighs> Capricola. <laughs> he's like, dude. <laughs> like, he sounds like my fucking roommate's pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> and she's laying there. Like, and he's just scarfing down the, 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 the Gabagool, you know? Uh, like, just like eating it just straight in the fridge like that. Yeah, all of that is uh, very, very funny. So, yeah, next time he's got a scene where they're out fucking Vesuvio or some shit yeah. and he's eating some bolognese or something like that just know that that might be his fifth bowl that sitting <laughs> oh my god yeah poor James he was he, I gotta say dude was a fucking powerhouse he was so yeah. good he's also, such a dude, good actor. also his accent and the late like he really starts <clears throat> leading you know, into what, it yeah. yeah you know what yeah, you thought Christopher yeah yeah, Christopher, you know, like, yeah. he's, like, really, like, getting that, like, SH sound on everything, yeah. but then you watch the first episode, and it's, like, very, very subdued. Man, what you gonna fucking do? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, the evolution of Homer Simpson over the first yeah. few seasons of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The change yeah. is so stark, and, like, at the start of it, you're almost Yeah, it becomes, like, like, kind of a caricature. Damn, of Homer's, like, pretty normal sounding at the start, and then yeah. by the end of it, he's fucking Homer Simpson. Yeah, homie. Homie. Yeah, um, you know who I'm I'm interested in, and don't give me any spoilers here. But uh, 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 Richie April. Yeah, Richie April. I I don't know what's going on with him. I like him yeah. though. I'm I tentatively like him, um, yeah. and I'm also I'm I'm sad to learn that Pussy really is informing, and I'm I'm assuming he's gonna get bopped at some point. Yeah, big Pussy. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, and then dude, Summer Soprano. Or Meadow Soprano. Rather. Meadow, yeah. Meadow Soprano, dude. Yep. She's still hot. She is still hot. And then uh, also very as you as you'll notice and as the show goes on and um what's the uh, Robert Eiler I think he plays uh, AJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they definitely they clearly cast him because he was like a stocky young man. Yeah. Uh, however, he <coughs> uh, once he goes through puberty, he gets like wicked skinny and yeah. does not really get tall. And they have to like kind of explain that in the show, because yeah. like the the actor himself is now only like five 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 six. Yeah, and he like gets like wicked skinny. And fucking James Gandolfini is like six foot two. Yeah, he was a big. Was he was like a six big one, six guy. two. And so like there's like this one scene later in the show where he's like, uh, where like uh, he's talking about how like small fucking AJ is. He's like, yeah, he gets that from his mother's side. You know what I mean? Like oh, skinny and short. Yeah. But then there's also like one right. There's that famous um. The famous uh, line in the show where you have uh, Uncle Junior who's always busting Tony's balls. Yeah. He tried about... to kill him in season one. 
Yeah. And fucking but Livia? He's, he's oh like, my god. He's like busting his balls about um uh he never had the makings of a varsity quarterback. Yeah. His hands are too small. Except if you actually look in the show, James Gandolfini has like the biggest fucking hands I've ever yeah, he's seen got in mitts. my life. Yeah. Like there's one scene where he like he holds this woman and he's like to holds her head to kiss her, and I swear to god, his hand takes up like the entire bottom half of her head. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Some Sopranos, man. I get it. Yep. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, there we go. Once again, yep. we've managed to pull an hour of this show out of thin fucking air. Yep. Fucking you know? A right, boys. We're just we're just that good. Yep. Um, yeah. So we'll be back. Um, we're working on some stuff. And Evan, yep. might be a little while before Evan does an episode. Might not. We'll see what yeah. he wants to do. But he's yeah. he needs a little time. On. Excuse me. Yeah, I got a lot going on. So We'll figure it out. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you guys have a wonderful week. Thanks, as always, for listening, sharing with your friends, supporting oh. us. We spread predominantly by word of mouth. Uh, you can find us on Patreon now. I know we've mentioned that the last few weeks. The oh. link for that, as always, will be in our description. Um, Evan, do you want to thank some people yeah. for subscribing? Yeah. So, once again, we want to thank our um, Patreon subscribers. So, again, uh, we will never uh, – uh, like dox you or anything like that so we'll just read your first name uh if you don't want us to when you sign up you can just send us a message but so we'd like to thank our patreon subscribers which would be joe carl jimbo john alex jeremy and pear so thanks to all of you for signing up and uh, donating a small monthly amount um basically we're just looking to help you know pay for stuff like hosting fees books all that kind of stuff so if you would like to uh, and eventually once we get to a certain number i think once we get to 50 subscribers we can start doing uh some uh paid content just for those people who have uh clearly indicated that they like this show and uh, we yeah. maybe start doing some timed releases for guest episodes all that kind of stuff in the future yeah um but anyway yeah so thanks to all of you for signing up and if you would like to sign up you can go to patreon.com backslash left unread pod i believe that's the correct link let me yeah it is it is okay yep it'll also Um, be in the episode description you'll you'll see it i'll I'll post it down there but yes that is that is it uh it might actually just be left unread unread. yeah Yeah, it's not pod yeah because left unread wasn't taken so it's it's patreon back patreon.com backslash left unread all one word um yeah cool uh, we love you guys very much and we hope that you're having a wonderful time we hope you had a safe holiday if you celebrate and uh, we hope that you guys are I don't know everything's good in your life because it's yep. not in ours so. <laughs> <laughs> yep our shit's fucked up man. our shit is weird all the time um, yep. alright bye see ya you got to be crazy you gotta have a real Gotta sleep on your toes And when you're on the street You got to 